Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business, and I am in the transformation business. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Snack Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, host, host multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hi, I'm your host, Wesleyan Greer of the Snackside Sales Podcast. And today our guest is Shannon Wayman, and she'll be chatting to us about building and sustaining a subscription-based business. Hey, Shannon, how are you? Hey, I am fantastic. Thanks so much for having me. So Shannon Wayman is a proven business leader and she offers a track record of achievement in leading territory management, change initiatives, strategic growth, staff development, project management, and program implementation. She demonstrates excellence in ensuring smooth business operations through periods of growth, restructuring, and turnaround while working to optimize talent, customer service, top and bottom lines. Her leadership skills allow her to coach and mentor teams in creating positive customer experience, driving quality outcome and high retention rates. You are my kind of person, Shannon. Those are all my words. I love it. So tell us, how did you become such an amazing business leader with all of these accolades. Thanks for asking. So I would always refer to one of my first business experiences and I had an amazing mentor. And he told me one time that if you don't take care of the people, you won't have a business. And he meant that both internally and externally as far as our consumers and our customers go. And that's something that I hold close to my heart. It is not just how I work with my team. It's how I work with the external customer as well, whether I'm front facing or not. I love that. I love that. So it, it's not just your internal, it's not just the external customers, which a lot of people focus on. It's those internal customers. It's making sure your team is happy. So you built multi-million dollar subscription-based businesses. And there's so many people out there that are dabbling in subscription businesses. Should I, shouldn't I? So I want you to tell the audience, what is your number one tip for building a successful subscription-based business? I think the number one tip is we have to look at our subscriber as a member of our organization. And I, we hold a responsibility to help them achieve better outcomes by utilizing our service. Mm, so tell me when you, you I love the, what you said. It's, they're a member. This It's not just a subscriber. And a lot of times, you know, in the medical field, they don't like to call them patients right? You want to use a, a more warm, fluffy word. And so when you really are thinking about that member, what type of things go through your mind or what should you be thinking about? 
Wow. I think instead of just that transaction, we have to go to a relationship and we have to remember that this consumer, this member of our organization has invested in us by choosing our model because we all know there's someone else right around the corner with a very similar product, maybe even the exact product. So why should they come to us? And you have to keep that at the forefront of everything you do. As a business, it can be a shift in thinking from transactional business to a relational business. Mm, So don't just think about, okay, another person signed up and I'll put them on the shelf. But this is a relationship that has to be developed and built because there is a, what is that metric of how much it costs to acquire a new customer versus retaining one? It costs two or three or four times more to get a new customer than to just retain the one that you have. So give us your second tip of building and sustaining a subscription business? I like to think of a subscription-based business as a marriage, if you will. So in the beginning, we have that courting phase, that dating phase. And this is where they come in, they sign up, they're excited, they're energized, or maybe they're not, but they did it because they felt like they needed to, right? So this is where we take the time to really get to know the member. Why are they joining our organization? What can I do to help them reach their goals? And most importantly, continue to drive the value of what your organization and your product Mm. So how I, I really like that because you said it's just like when you're dating and then you get married, you know, you have that honeymoon period, they get excited, they see an ad or they get a mail or an email and they're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then when that thrill kind of wears off, it's like, well, again, going back to that retention piece. So how do you ensure that courting, that dating, that marriage goes well? I think it's just like in a marriage or in a relationship, it evolves, right? So in the beginning, it's like, I'm going to bring you flowers and we're going to have all of these fun times. And then we're going to begin to nurture our relationship. We get to know the real person behind there, right? It's not just, um, you know, they didn't just join us for a singular reason. Typically there's a... And so this is where in that next phase, we begin to deepen the bond. And this is where we also extend the value of our organization and help the member, our new member of our organization, have those light bulb moments, those realizations of why they're coming to us and how it's benefiting them. And then we kind of transition into that long-term commitment, right? So this is where we really have to focus. We can't let go. So those members that have been with us for a while, it's critical that we don't take them for granted and that we know there is always someone new around the corner. And sometimes it's exciting to do things new. But if we've taken the time to court them, to build the relationship, to nurture it. And we know that member, they're going to stick with us. And so we kind of have those three phases. And if we can work through all of those and build within our team, change management, um, relationship building at its core, really, truly driving the value of how I can help this person achieve their goals, then we have long-term lasting value. I love that. And you know, when you have a subscription-based business, business, people really, they have the option every single month to say yes or to say no. And so it's what am I really infusing into this relationship to ensure that they don't call and cancel or they don't put a block on their credit card, if you will, like really ensuring that we're doing the things that they need. And I love what you said, because it's not always about us, right? A lot of times we think it's about us and what we want and why we're great, but it's not. It's how am I connecting to the member to make them 
feel like I'm helping them achieve their goals, whatever those goals are. And what's the final tip that you have for us? I think the final tip and the most important thing is that we have to know the value of that member and know that we cannot move forward without them. While we want to have all the subscribers, the value of that one singular person and building a platform to help our business connect with each individual is critical. It can be difficult, but it's absolutely critical. I need to feel as a subscriber, like your business is talking. You are talking to me as an individual. It's personalization, right? So it's not the whole mass of the gazillion people in the world. It's me. And so when you talk about the value of the member, can you break that down a little bit more? Because a lot of times people think of value in terms of monetary, but help us understand what do you mean in terms of the value of that member? Great point. You are so right. A value for me is more than just the dollars associated with it. It is the impact that we have. And so when I talk about the value of the member, these people, these wonderful people that have chosen to invest in us can now become our brand advocates, our brand ambassadors, if you will. And so if we have really developed the relationship where I feel like I know you, I feel like you get me, the value in that is that I'm going to now share it with the world, right? I'm going to say not just how wonderful the product is, but how wonderful my outcome is. I am able to reach my goals because of the subscription model that I have. I'm able to reach my goals. And that is the value in what you do as a subscription-based business. I love that. And, you know, a lot of times people are going for the masses. Like they say, oh, I need a thousand. But it sounds like what you're saying is if you have a hundred loyal, happy subscribers, your business, your sales are going to increase in the long term because you literally have a hundred brand ambassadors that love your product, that love your service. And they're going to go tell one or two or three three people how great you are. And that's how you grow organically a subscription-based business. Absolutely. And while we would love to have everyone, let's start with those that we know we can nurture because long-term, they set us up for success. Mm. So really starting your subscription-based business, focusing on the ideal person and nurturing them, giving them what they need, not just professing your products. You just say, okay, you signed up today. Now buy this, now buy that. Really helping them get to where they want to be to achieve their goals. Because a subscription-based business is typically somebody is trying to achieve something. It's not a quick fix, whether it's weight loss or it's financial counseling or coaching. It's something that they're trying to achieve long-term. And in order for them to be a long-term brand ambassador, I love that term that you use, brand ambassadors. Don't we all want a brand ambassador? Somebody to speak when you're not there? Like, isn't that a dream? That is, and you know, I think we all know word of mouth is so powerful. And I recall subscribing to a pet delivery food service in the infant stages. And I just remember thinking, I no longer have to carry 50 pound bags of dog food out of the store once a month. It was amazing. And so I told everyone I knew about it. And so it really transformed the way that I shopped and saved me time and energy. And my dogs always had food. So it was great. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. And see, that is what we want to impress upon our members. We want them to be so excited and for it to have some type of shift in their life, in their business, in their health. And then they get excited about it. So I know that you have grown territories and business units from nothing to multi-million dollar subscription-based businesses. Give us a success story that you can share with the audience. I think a success story, I worked in the Austin, Texas market for a while. And the success that we had there started with the internal customers. You know, we kind of, we always go into a business and we assess and see where we are. And what I realized is that the internal customers, our team, our people were not engaged and they didn't understand again, the value of what we do. And so it started internally. Sometimes we want to go in and we want to get that quick fix, but that's where my operational mindset plays in. And I realized that we have, we've got to shift into low gear, start with taking care of the people who take care of our consumers. And so typically that's my, my MO. That's kind of how I get things done. I go in, I learn the people and help them develop their skill set so that they can become, again, a, a brand ambassador for us. It's not just a paycheck. It's a brand ambassador. So that's really where my skills lie in developing people so that they can share the message of what we do. Mm, so you develop internal brand ambassadors that have the passion and they can go out. And when a prospective member comes in, they're able to really talk about it and live it and love it and speak about it with passion, not just reading from a script. This is what we do. This is what you get. It's more like, this is how you're going to change your life. This is how it's going to impact your finances. This is what I'm going to do to help. I love that. So you start with the internal champions. And then when you get those internal champions on board, how does that translate to really helping build that external membership base. Now we've got so many feet on the street, right? And with today's world of social and networking, we take our one person and it's amplified. And so it really begins to grow organically, which in subscription-based businesses, again, it comes back to someone making a tough decision to invest in your company. So if I'm hearing it, the more I'm hearing it, the more people have success stories around me, the more apt I am to jump into that subscription-based business. That's good. So feet on the street. So I love that. And I definitely hope that if you are listening to this and you're on the fence of starting a subscription-based business, that you really understand that it starts within. You have to build the brand loyalty. You have to, even if you're the only person that is running the company, or if you have a team of 10 or 15 or 20 people, do you believe in your product? Do you believe in your service? If you could buy it today, would you actually buy it, right? If you don't have that internally, there's no way that you're going to have those feet on the street. You're not going to be able to multiply to get to those hundred loyal members that are talking about it. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Shannon, for sharing all of these insights with us. And tell us, what is the best way for people to connect with you? Find me on LinkedIn. Uh, Shannon Wayman, right on LinkedIn. Shouldn't be any, any trouble finding me and looking me up there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing your knowledge and your expertise about building and sustaining this subscription-based business. That is another episode of Snack Size Sales. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. 
Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.